Welcome to Movies Are Life. I'm your host, Nathan Chandler. Today, I have a returning guest that has joined me in the studio. It's my wife, Whitney. Yeah, it's your favorite guest, right? (laughs) It is. Well, today we are lacing up our ice skates to discuss number 36 on the 50 best rom-coms list in one of your favorite movies, The Cutting Edge. Yep, I love it. And I am a little worried to have this conversation with you because I just don't think you're going to love it at the same level that I love it. And I don't know if my um, sixth grade heart can take it. Topic. Is that how you say it? If you're lame and kind of boring, but topic. Olympic star Doug Dorsey is the best hockey player in America, and he's about to retire. Kate Mosley was America's sweetheart. Until Hercules here learns how to lock his grip, this will have to do. And she's got a nickname that rhymes with rich. What a thing. For both of them, the Olympics had become a faraway dream. Here, you try. Until someone... Those are figure skates, pal. ...set up the ultimate blind date. Who the hell do you think you are? I'm a guy who came a long way from lunch. Please don't let me keep you from the trough. Enough! The king of the rink and America's ice queen just became a team. Don't quit your day job. Ballpark, how many times do you think you've seen this movie? Oh, probably not. I mean... I don't know, 12? 12? Yeah. 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 Do, do you think a lot of people have seen this film? Uh, I think if you were born in 1980, probably. <laughs> That's the year I was born. This came out in what, 92, you said? 92. 92. So I I think that it was a very big movie for that time. Uh, I remember seeing it in the theater. I remember friends discussing it on the playground. I um, And we all talked about it and like, acted out parts from it and and said lines from it so i would assume but i doubt like that you know the next generation down has seen it a lot so yeah i, I feel, don't think it became like a cult classic or anything yeah when i've talked to people like which one are you gonna do next when i say this movie it's the one movie that like people have heard of but they're like uh I, they can't quite place it that's rude <laughs> I can't. I'm not in charge of somebody else's reaction. Yeah, but they need to go see it. That's very rude. Well, uh, for maybe the, this. Maybe your podcast will make it go on streaming because it's not streaming, is it? I no, no, it's not. We had to pull out an old DVD copy of this. Or maybe movie. when the Olympics come back, it'll stream again. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, about the movie, it's a, a 1992 American sports romantic comedy film. Directed by Paul Michael Glazer and written by Tony Gilroy. Okay, so I have to stop here for a second because I don't think you have any idea who uh, Tony Gilroy is, do you? Nope. Well, so it blew my mind when I was reading up on this movie because we have actually discussed him on the show before because he wrote and directed Michael Clayton. Uh, his name might also sound familiar to a lot of people because he created the super popular Star Wars show Andor that just recently came out. Um, so according to IMDb, The Cutting Edge was his first written by credit. Um, and so I thought it was really interesting that this was <laughs> his movie. His, his movie, yeah, and um, and it makes sense. I, I think at one point the writing is what makes this movie strong, but also uh, it's kind of the I th- writing is what th- makes it strong. I think the dialogue for sure between yeah. the two and their and their chemistry, their chemistry, and yeah, their one liners, yeah, so many things make it strong. <laughs> Actually, the music. Yeah. I can't wait to discuss this movie. <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, a little, okay, back to the synopsis. Uh, the plot is about a wealthy, spoiled figure skater 
played by Maura Kelly, who is paired with an injury sideline ice hockey player, played by D.B. Swinney, for Olympic figure skating. Competing at the 1992 Winter Olympics in France, they have a climactic face-off against a Soviet pair. It spawned a film series, including a number of sequels. Um, most of them were made for TV, so tell me if you saw any of these. The uh, second one is The Cutting Edge, Going for Gold. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I can't wait to make you watch the rest of these. <laughs> the Cutting Edge, uh, ch- Chasing the Dream. And then the last installment was, I like this title, Fire and Ice. <laughs> yes. Of course I did. I can't help but think of uh, Blades of Glory uh, with, I think, aren't they? Isn't yeah, the pair in there called Fire and Ice? ice. Yeah. It might have, they might have been just mocking it. Yeah. So uh, so why do you love this movie so much? Um, I really did love their chemistry. I think that as a 12-year-old, the thought of them like kind of having like a... like. Um, banter back and forth was just I just thought it was cute I don't know I liked the sports element of it a good sports movie um, where they're you're cheering for them and you want them to win and you want them to compete but it really wasn't even about that so I got to watch a whole movie that was without you know knowing that um, and to be honest my favorite is because of Douglas Dorsey I just love that I just we just talked about that all the time Douglas Douglas Dorsey and Toby I just love the whole the everything about those parts you know in the music yeah I'd like the songs you know go. it's kind of funny uh, you know this movie doesn't get into the uh, super details of figure skating really no um, even at one point Hallie was watching it with us and the scoring system. And she was like, wait, is like, what's the high score here? But I think to its credit, it doesn't go into the... It like, didn't really get into like what they had to win to get to the next level or any of that. And then uh, right, it, I might be jumping to the end too much, but like, it's not about if they want... Like, they, they do everything perfect and one can only assume that they won gold, but we have absolutely no idea yeah. if they won or anything. And it didn't matter. And I always liked that part of it, too. Yeah. J- jumping, I did wonder, did it bother you? They they alluded to the empty case so many times. I kind of almost wonder why they didn't like end with a shot of the case with the metal Maybe in there. Maybe they didn't win. Maybe they did it. I mean, I think it's a good closing shot, but it, it, mentally they talked about it so much. I kind of even wonder if they had that scene. It didn't and- matter then because she found love. Her heart was full. Her case didn't need to be full. Well, I haven't- it didn't matter. <laughs> well, I haven't seen the sequels. Oh, that's a so- spoiler alert. They <laughs> yeah. find love. Yeah. Right. <laughs> In a romantic comedy. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, you could kind of talk. I don't think if you haven't seen the movie, I don't think our discussion would ruin any kind of aspect of this movie for well, you. Well, since it came out in 92, I don't think we have to say that we're having a spoiler alert. Yeah. So uh, I think you were talking about you. You think you saw it in the theater for the I first time? I did see it in the theater. I remember seeing it. Um, and then I have I, there was a friend from elementary school named Lauren. We were on the playground. I think we were arguing over something about the movie. And I just really got into an argument with her. I have no idea what it was about, but I was defending some <laughs> aspect or maybe even the fact that I got to go see it because I got to go see lots of movies and maybe she didn't really believe me. But so, yeah, sixth grade on the playground. I can I know right where we were hanging out on that playground <laughs> in my brain. Uh, one thing I like about this movie, sometimes uh, a lot of movies take the opposites to track approach. And in this one, I mean, they both have just fiery personalities yeah 
it, they're a lot alike, um, and I I like that about it. But they're pretty. I mean, they're opposites too. I mean, he's a lot more like carefree and nice and like true. You know that sort of thing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think definitely the as I alluded to it, I their banter with each other. I I think it's great. Yeah. I did catch you laughing at a lot of those parts. So I, I know you enjoyed yourself. <laughs> I did enjoy myself. <laughs> I, you just can't give you. I mean, this movie is so much cheese. I mean, oh yeah, well, that's the best part about it. Yeah, and um, I, I I know you, <laughs> you probably don't know such things. I couldn't in my like looking into it. I was trying to find like what the budget was for this movie, and I couldn't find it. I do think the downside to the movie is like I, I like. I like the scenes, but you can tell that they're doing a lot to cover up for their lack of budget. So even even when they're at the Olympics, you know, normally you would get like we watched Cool Runnings not too long ago. You you saw the whole Olympic Village and all this kind of stuff. They still placed them in this like nice arena, yeah, nice place, little arena. Uh, the little crowd shots that that they do are very very tight. You never get a big scope. So and uh, I do think also the frame rate that they were using on some of the slow-mo shots or skates and stuff like that were really distracting but um, i don't think they'd be distracting back then you don't think so because it was like 92 yeah i and i we were watching you know not on our normal like level of getting to watch a movie so like on a high def type of like scene um i i think what i really liked about it growing up was that it made ice skating cool and honestly i don't think ice skating was cool yet to watch or at least for me in the olympics yeah i don't know when it was released in relation to the olympics but it was like playing in that year time frame or whatever but um i really think that it like the way that they dressed because all i had ever seen was the dorky looking dressing for for that and so like putting them in their cool outfits with the cool music and he had to fight for that but i think that really helped like that was a big thing to me yeah it was just watching their clothes um, compared to the like dorky, like the people that were that they that lost or fell in the re- or in the, you know, I don't know if it was regionals or what it was, but in the um, worlds, I guess before they went to the Olympics, um, I think just watching those is what you think of as ice skating, and then they were kind of the just a different breed. Yeah, so. I think definitely figure skating uh, for the Winter Olympics, then uh, and then there's gymnastics for the summer. I, I think those two always provide the, probably the most drama. So we can't really speak to uh, how popular figure skating was or whatever. But I was trying to look up when the Tanya Harding uh, incident, like around know, what like, time. What, it's yeah. probably near that time. Yeah, but time like frame. I know personally for me, that whole scenario made me probably pay more attention to yeah. figure skating than I ever had before. Yeah. And so even from that point, even though something like Tonya Harding had it happened before, I think the, even when teammates, quote unquote teammates, like Americans are on the same team, you feel like there's some like drama there, yeah. which this movie kind of taps into a little bit. Right. Like, yeah. Well, and she just got to be so uncouth. I like and that was not a thing for women characters back then. Right. Like she was just so like like she just was rude back and snappy and I just I liked it. I was all for it. Yes. Maybe because I like to be rude and snappy back. I don't know. Yeah. I mean I'm not really rude, but um, <laughs> can, I just thought that was funny. Can you be can you be powerful but bratty in the same time? <laughs> I think you said at one yeah. point during the watching this. She's such yeah. a brat. Yeah. She's a brat. I have a um 
I have a, a fact for you. I bet you don't know. Okay. Okay. Do you think that they um, knew how to skate before the movie, or do you think they skated? What do you what do, do you think they What do you think? Well, What's your guess? Well, my guess was because of the camera work and a lot of the cutaways and stuff. Um, I I I don't think. I mean, who can? portray like actual olympic skaters and portray that uh so i feel like they would have to a little bit okay so here's what i found out okay when did you do this research <laughs> i just I don't worry about it um <laughs> on my i got real ready for this I'm okay uh neither one of them knew how to skate prior to but they learned all about skating and they learned and he did the majority of all of his skating oh wow and she all through the rehearsals and planning did all the majority of her skating but then in the first week of filming while skating she broke her leg wow and so then they had to use somebody else for a lot of her parts of the skating but neither one of them attempted the pamchinko because that (laughs) was not physically possible that's what that's what the write-up said now i have absolutely no idea if any of that is true but it came from IMDb, so that's where I got it. Yeah, no, no, that's super interesting. Yeah, I, I feel like th- there's a lot that you know is trying to mask the fact that they're not Olympic skaters. But I mean, when you're watching it, I mean, regardless, they're doing a lot of stuff on the ice, so that that's impressive. So, oh yeah, yeah, well, especially because she broke her leg. Yeah, <laughs> super impressive. <laughs> I, don't know how she, I mean, maybe they had to stall for a while. Yeah, I guess. yeah. Um, so, uh, the the two main characters here. Um, do you, have you seen them much in anything else? DB Sweeney and Mariah Kelly. Yeah, she was in One Tree Hill. Oh, she was after. Okay. She was an old mom at that point in <laughs> in One Tree Hill, but she was in One Tree Hill. Um, I don't know. I'd have to look up, but I always recognize her as Bean and stuff. And he ended up being in a couple things, but he kind of plays just a, a like a side character usually, or in smaller bits. Yeah, um, um, yeah. I saw that. I mean, they're they're both acting a lot. I uh, she does a voice on the Lion King. Uh, I did see that, and then um, she was on the West Wing at the very beginning for a little bit, and they actually kind of wrote her off the <laughs> the show. Uh, kind did. of, yeah. Still, I mean, he's just kind of known for just that, though. I mean, he's been in a lot of stuff and lots of stuff like you and I watched Mick. He was on just a random side episode. Oh, okay, okay, but. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I I thought they did brilliant uh, casting here, and uh, even like they're both um, this. I, I don't mean to me me when I say this, but I think they're both attractive people, but they also seem very uh, realistic people. I felt like these were the type of people that you would run into on the street. Yeah. Like you could oh, yeah, see him sure. as a struggling hockey player, and you can see her as someone who uh, has grown up with you know uh, what do they call it a golden a privilege oh i don't know oh, no. golden what <laughs> throne there's a, <laughs> a no toilet. like a uh, there's some a golden something i a feel spoon, like a golden spoon a golden yeah, spoon. A silver spoon <laughs> silver spoon there you go <laughs> I was getting, but the gold Olympics that was sure. like <laughs> maybe they only won silver we don't know because they didn't tell us yeah um yeah uh did you recognize terry o'quinn her dad in this yeah. movie yeah i mean yeah yeah, yeah. It totally. We weren't like huge Lost fans, but I know a lot of fans of that show yeah. would recognize him. So I was really digging the thin, uh, the pencil the mustache. Brother. I recognize the brother too. You did? 
Maybe just because I saw this movie so many oh, times. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, um, like a lot Did of things. I think like a lot of uh, romantic comedies, it, it probably suffer. This one suffers when we're not with the main characters and uh, and uh, with them together. And so I thought, in particular, the scenes between him and his brother were really, really bad. <laughs> Yeah, they weren't great. Give me that letter. Dear Doug, sorry about the eye. Go piss up a rope. Next give me time that you're letter. in town, give us a call. We'll buy you a ticket. Give me that goddamn letter! What are you gonna do? Are you gonna fight me? Are you gonna fight the world? Are you gonna fight everybody? Well, put me on the list, pal. Come on, let's go. They were trying to, like, especially now in today's world where they were trying, probably in 92, it was okay to poke fun at, like, going from a hockey player to a, a ice skater, they really wanted to heighten this like image that he was gone from a man to a, you know, like a girly boy. Yeah. And that you wouldn't call anybody that now. And nobody would think no. that now. Yeah. And everybody would just be like, you, you, you just couldn't have played that up. That was just yeah. a timely thing. Yeah. You could only do back then. I, I think their journey is just very realistic in this movie. That's why I really like it. I, I like how they push each other. Um, they don't, they don't do super well, um, but also I, I think it seems realistic of like how how they get in, and yeah. I like how they're just not like a, amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I like um, like he. You think he's going to be totally calm, cool, and collected because he has been, and then he arrives in her arena, you know, to skate that first time, and he looks like death and he vomits, and it's like, oh yeah, he he's scared out of his mind. But I thought that was good, and and it messed him up, and they didn't do very well, and it was like. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's probably more realistic than yeah. them just going out there and winning the whole thing. Yeah, uh, this is, I don't know if you noticed this, but I just, I, I love sports and I've always loved sports logos and stuff like that. Did you notice his jacket and the North Stars uh, logo that he had? No. No? Okay. I always remembered um, the, da- we, we grew, I grew up liking the Dallas Stars and then I remember seeing the Mighty Ducks, which is funny enough, came out the same year and he, uh, Charlie wears a star, a Minnesota Stars jacket or something. I was like, "Hey, what?" But anyway, Dallas got that team from Minnesota. But I thought it was funny that he had that jacket oh. on in this movie too. So there was something about movies in '92, and if you're a hockey fan, I guess you were in Minnesota. Maybe it was right near the Winter Olympics. We could probably figure that out. Yeah, uh, one thing I couldn't get out of my mind, uh, especially his character, is how much he sk- skates with jeans on. That has to be so uncomfortable. <laughs> Did you ever think about that? Well, yeah. I mean, nowadays, anything with jeans on, everybody's like, oh, nobody wears jeans anymore. They're like, those are uncomfortable. I'm just going to stick in my athleisure or my or my sweatpants. <laughs> um, so you, you mentioned it, but how truly frightening is the Pamchinko? That was so, it was terrible. <laughs> that whole scene, I mean, even leading up to it. Uh, whoever had to be the stunt double, whoever that was that kept having to fall, that was atrocious. Yeah. And they show it over and over. That was just, it It was scared me to death. Watching it the first, I mean, I, I just think I just go back to being 12 and watching it, but it just scared me so much. I hated it. So <laughs> anyway, but it's her falling over and over and over. And he doesn't really have to, I mean, he has to release her. He does have to fall at the beginning when he's trying to catch her hand and he doesn't know how to use his topic. Yeah. But. <laughs> uh, and you have, if people don't know, Winnie has a legit fear of twisting her ankle. So I, I think just the fact of being held by ankles. Is yeah. Just <laughs> it's just, a, I, it's a really bad idea. And obviously nobody can actually do that. 
<laughs> I do think it makes the rest of Olympics kind of boring. Like, why didn't the real Olympians do the Pamchinko? Yeah. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> um, I, I didn't know. Did you see this fact? I did have written this down. And you talking about her injury, this makes more sense. But did you know that Maura Kelly was originally cast to play the role of uh, Kit in a League of Their Own? Oh. Yeah. But the reason she could not was because of a, 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 leg, a leg injury. Injury. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. So hmm. that's kind of a kind of a, another tie back to yeah. the movies that we've covered <laughs> on this uh, podcast. So um, so you mentioned, you know, we cover best quotes here. You know, toe pick. I mean, that has to that has to be yeah. number one. Is, is there any other lines you always liked repeating? Uh, well, Douglas, Douglas Dorsey. That's my that's my favorite. I, I say that all the time. Um, Does anybody ever know what you're referencing? <laughs> I say it all the time. Uh, they used to. Uh, Claire in college always did. So yeah, I mean, everybody did, right, Claire? Um, but I don't know. Maybe they don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sure there's a lot of other lines that I love. There, there is. I I just wrote down that there's just so many zingers from him in this movie. Um, so like one of the characters says. Uh, uh, oh yeah, her uh, fiance says I-, I don't like to see her upset, and then he says, "If I was you, I'd invest in blindfolds." Yeah, there's lots of those. Like, yeah, those were great. And then uh, his uh, he says to her, "There's only two things I do really well, sweetheart, and skating's the other one." Yeah, just <laughs> yeah. classic. Uh-huh. I can't imagine ever saying that in real life to somebody, but you know. I guess, not with a straight face. Not with a straight face. Yeah, um, and then I. Th- I'm sure we'll talk about the end a little bit, but just at the very end. You didn't have to. Yes, I did. Why? Because I love you. Just remember who said it first. Just remember who said it first. Yeah. I, I like that's just perfect. How you know, yeah. sticking with character and just you know calling back and just making sure that he had he had a one up on her still. Yeah. So I think that's funny. I always liked with her button because she would just get fixated on that button and like he just wasn't going to button it back up and she wouldn't let it go. I mean, they were about to go on a national stage, TV cameras on them, and he just wasn't. She just was not going to let that go. And neither was he, I guess. I mean, so he could have quickly buttoned it, but nope, it wasn't going to happen. And I thought that was pretty true to character the whole movie. Yeah, uh, pretty funny too. Her line when they're doing the press conference with all the teams and the the quip she says to the uh, reporter being a. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering if you pick it up on <laughs> orgasmic. Oh yeah, I was going to make you say it. <laughs> no, I was trying to get you to say it. <laughs> um, okay, uh, favorite scenes for you. Um. I like a lot of the scenes. I really like the, just, I, I always like a music montage. So when they're, um, like, in the middle of the movie, when they're deciding to work together and they're both racing each other to get ready all the time and who makes it to the, uh, what do you call a, a rink? A, the rink. I guess yeah. who makes it to the rink first. Um, and, like, that they just keep that up. And, and I like that whole, like, set of scenes. But then um, I just, I really like the, like, Christmas morning scene where they do the book and kind of realize they're both friends and she was uh, brought a gift to him but then when he had a gift for her she was real excited and I thought that was cool um, but I, I like the Olympics I mean I like the end dramatic scene too yeah yeah um, 
like you, I written down. I just think there's great montages in this uh, movie. They're 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 not just there, but they're also building the characters. And so even even though they're more so probably getting there early to uh, one up the other person, you know, it builds onto the fact of them getting better as a figure skating couple just because they're putting in that extra yeah. effort. Um, I, I had written down just uh, the scene where he challenges her to hockey. I thought that was really good. And then the sequence to the, the puck to the nose mm-hmm. and then the kind of, uh, I, I thought it was a clever turn how they're in the hospital and you see the gurney, but then it ends up it's not him and yeah. stuff like that. Um, and I then, love the bar scene too, where they she's never had a drink. Oh yeah, yeah. I just think her faces are really good, and I always remember it. it must be because it's to the music, but the way that her head, like, she takes a shot and her head tilts to the dance floor, and he, <laughs> he's like real excited at first, but then it keeps happening, and she, he's like t- exhausted and like, I don't want to do this anymore, and I just, I thought that was really funny because it was kind of their roles reversed, kind of. Yeah, um, and then also you, you kind of mentioned it, but I just the whole scene, their very first competition, and. <laughs> How, how he gets sick and so so nervous that that's just a, that's pretty funny <laughs> movie musings speaking of throwing up have you ever been so nervous that you threw up huh uh i don't think that's a nerve that i got of throwing up because i'm nervous my mouth would go dry yeah and i had never really experienced that till i like gave a speech or something at school that i had to give and my mouth was so dry, it's like I couldn't go on. And so I learned I needed to take some water up there. I never knew why people asked if you wanted water. I was like, what? Why can't people make it through a one-minute speech without some water? But so, but no, I've never thrown up. Have you? Uh, no, not not from nervousness. I, I've had I've had had a pit in my stomach before. Mm-hmm. Have you had that yeah. feeling before? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been nervous, like, made me like that, or butterflies-y type, but not to actually throw up. Yeah. Um, what, what would you do to calm down when you got nervous like that? Um, I think just do it, like go out and just do the, just practice it and do it. But, um, a good family friend told me once like to go in overly dramatic, speak something like in the mirror to say it really loud and like to say it really, really dramatic and like almost just slow and just like, just overemphasize every single thing. And then you would do it well. And so I would always practice it like that. And then I would be fine. Huh. That's good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are welcome out there. <laughs> okay. Uh, winter or summer Olympics? Mm, I probably only because of the cutting edge, I would say winter Olympics. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think. I like the skiing. I, I don't know. I love the gymnastics. I love aspects of each of them. But. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think uh, I think watching the swimming competitions in the summer have yeah. really like up up the game, you know, a little sure. bit. I so. like both of them, I guess. Yeah. So uh, going off that, uh, what's your favorite Olympic sport to watch? Oh, um, sadly, probably not ice skating. It's probably not my favorite. Uh, probably gymnastics. Uh, but I don't know. Right, I like all of them in little spurts. I like them to tell me the quick story. I want to see why it's important and then watch it yeah um i'm just gonna give a quick shout out uh, to our sister-in-law debbie who just i know loves the olympics i mean she is like all in like i think i think she watches like everything <laughs> i yes. don't know how she does that <laughs> i don't either <laughs> um okay uh i'm gonna i'm setting you up here a little bit but are you good at ice skating I am better than you. Um, <laughs> Why is that? Kind of, I didn't even think about this story. You did not think about no. this? <laughs> um, 
Nathan does not like things that you have to balance with. He does not like ice skating, but he also never told me that. And so we were dating and we went with a couple friend um, out to go on. It was what, like a third date? Yeah, it was, it was pretty early on. the first time on. he'd ever met these friends. And they um, are highly athletic and went out. And I don't, I never even knew they could ice skate, but they got out on the ice skating rink and were doing like the Pamchinko. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they were doing twists and, and I wonder if I with with like, oh, we haven't been in forever. Like, yeah. I don't know how good we're going to be. No. <laughs> Nathan gets out there and he never once told me he's scared, but he gets out there one little skate and he falls straight to the ground. And he looks up at me and I'm like, oh. Okay, so then I go out, and I've had to take field trips of kids ice skating, so I've been. I'm not any good, but I'm like, I, I've i seen people fall. I'm, I know I'm not going to fall. I'm going to stay on the edge or whatever. And so then he gets up, and he falls again just flat on his back, and I'm like, we're getting off of here. And we also had no money. It was our third date. Uh, we were not just poor and young and whatever. And so we had paid like 20 bucks each to skate, right? With the Probably, skates. Yeah, and yeah. So we walked off and they had sold out and they weren't letting somebody else on. So I tried I tried to sell our skates back to the... I think we did. Didn't yeah, we? yeah, we did. We got yeah. to sell them back, which I also think made you like me because you would never have asked somebody to, <laughs> um, to buy that back from you, but you didn't have any money. But we went upstairs and uh, got ice cream or something to drink or eat and watched them skate and they were down there doing like twists and turns and plies and, <laughs> and uh we just like waved at them and and <laughs> your face was like but your mom told me when we went and met her the first time she said that ice skating story is how i knew that you guys would be together because you left you didn't make him finish ice skating <laughs> you let him <laughs> off the hook that's funny yeah. i didn't know she said I, I i did always say that was definitely one of the re- like one of the reasons I knew that I really liked you because you really did not care at all. And I didn't really want to ice skate either. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But like I, I changed, I changed so much of my mental makeup and I probably at that time was still like felt, uh, I was in this macho type of, you know, like, yeah, you don't give up. You don't do all these things. And that one, you know, that you didn't care, but also just eased into, uh, the evening and still having a good time and stuff like that. So I was like, Oh God, you know, it's kind of one of those where I was like, Oh, I, I, I can be a little bit more myself around her than I, than I thought. Oh, so, so sweet. <laughs> Our own romantic comedy. Yeah. Rom-com rankings. So the first category is the romantic chemistry between the leads. Uh, What do you give it? Oh, five hearts being the highest, one heart being the lowest. All right. So I do think that they have really good chemistry. So I am going to give them a four and a half. Four and a half. Okay. Very nice. I I gave them a five, five hearts. Oh, you do? Yeah. Well, I didn't want to get in trouble for being too high. I seem to get in trouble. No, I I think it's hard to find an argument why these two shouldn't be together. Yeah. I mean, I should see it, but yeah. I am. Um, Better than her and Hal. Is that, is that Hale, what his name Hale. Was? Hale. Hale. Hal. 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 Like a good Oklahoman. Hal. Um, oh, Hal. <laughs> uh, yes. Fine. I'll give him five. I got, I'll, I'll take five. I'll take five. Did, is there a tiny bit of you that kind of felt bad for him? For Hale? Yeah. Oh, I mean, no, they were just pretty similar. Now, those two, I think, were very similar. Yes. Like, just a success-driven. Yeah. I mean, he was only with her for the money of the 
of the man. I mean, yeah. of her, you know, his degree or whatever. Um, so, but I just thought that their chemistry the whole time was always good. They they had good like uh, facial expressions when each other talked, and I just I, I thought they did really well together. Yeah, you know, it, it kind of made me think about that dynamic. Um, how it, it would it would be strange to like if you had a partner. And then they had a, another partner that was so intimate with each other. Yeah. I, I always think about that when they're like either leads in movies or yes. um, people that always just get along. Like in that regard, I think that's kind of funny. Like yeah. a work wife yeah. of sorts. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's almost like I can see how someone could work through like if there was a scene in a movie. But I'm more so think about the like Broadway plays or like day in, the like day, day out. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rehearsals, all the stuff, yeah. Or are you just so wrapped in that world? It's just you can totally separate like here's my character and then here's. Yeah, know. probably. But also just like work in general. I mean, maybe you don't cross those physical boundaries like they're having to do to like lift and carry and do all of that stuff. But I do think that. Like, especially in the work that we do, we talk all the time about that by the time you travel with somebody, you're far more like not intimate in like that type of way, but you're far more like cross those boundary lines. Like, right. You can talk about weird things. You, you know, have all the moods. You do all the things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, go back to the chemistry. Yeah. I just, I I, I love their banter. You know, I think the both, the two of them together make a greater whole than individually. For sure. It wouldn't have made if the, if the two of them weren't, didn't have that good chemistry, the movie would have tanked. Yeah. Um, so the second category, so what was your final? I, I'll go with five if you make me. <laughs> I thought I'd get in trouble. You run a tight ship around here. <laughs> You're so worried about how I felt about this movie. <laughs> I am. I just I could barely, my heart could take, couldn't take it. <laughs> um, the the second category is the best friend. So this I don't think mo- they have a best friend. Well, do they? they don't really so much in this movie, but I kind of thought that maybe Anton Pamchinko, the coach uh, played by well, Roy, he has to act as their friend because she doesn't have any friends. Right, right, yeah. So I yeah. kind of, I kind of saw him in that role. He's kind of the supporting character that gets them, sure. gets them along, you yes. know. So, so when you're ranking that, are you ranking the the way they write the character? Or are you ranking just him in general? Or are you ranking their like chemistry? Oh, I kind of think. Like, what uh, am I ranking here? <laughs> For me, I'll go ahead and give you mine. I, I gave him three and a half. So okay. I think he's very memorable. Yes. But he he's not trying to steal the spotlight uh, from the two. Okay. And especially as a catalyst in this movie, he gets the two together and to work. But also, I mean, you repeat his lines all the time. Yeah, he's you my know? favorite. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's. I think for this movie. He's not the most memorable character ever, yeah, but sure. I think he's I think he's really good, and I think you also buy that he is this coach because it's very much like a practice. Like I know in yeah. gymnastics, there used to be that guy. Like they always yeah. have foreign coaches on like American teams. Yeah. It always seems kind of odd, but I, you know, yeah. I'll give him a three. Okay. Um, I I've, I always liked him. He was always one of my favorite. Parts of the movie, he is kind of hard to understand at different times, I think, on purpose. But um, even more so than, like, a normal character might be. Yeah. Um, but I always, I I do quote his lines all the time, so I like him. <laughs> all right. The, the third category is the soundtrack. So... I, I did listen to it. You did. You sent it to me. <laughs> I did. I will say I listened to it kind of quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's that's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, I sang, as we rewatched it, I sang all the songs, <laughs> even if they weren't songs that I've ever heard in anything else. Uh, there's a song, Loretta, Oh Mio Bababino Caro. I don't know how you say it, but this is like opera <laughs> song going That's on. That's the one you thought was funny? Well, I thought it was funny because it comes on in the movie. Uh, Hallie watched this with us. And then we hear Whitney singing all the words perfectly <laughs> along with it. Well, <laughs> and Hallie and I both just looked at you like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm telling you, this movie was very impactful on my life. You know, maybe you kind of look like the guy, the lead. Oh. Maybe you kind of look like D.B. Sweeney with your brown curly hair. Maybe I. That's maybe you should be thanking him. You should give me a Chicago Blackhawks jersey. I for, should. Yeah. An ice skating jersey is exactly what you need. <laughs> <laughs> ice skating a hockey jersey. Yeah, hockey jersey. That's funny. Yeah, so um, I, I before you give your ranking, this soundtrack is very much, I mean, it's like, Hallie, do you want to hear what was going on in 1992? I mean, I mean, some of these songs, although not very good, I mean, just are so symbolic of the time. It was that weird time of where the music coming out of the 80s was trying to figure out what it'd be, and uh, 92 is about the time Nirvana hit the scene. So I'm guessing this movie, (laughs) this soundtrack was definitely right before that time, and so. yeah, I I personally gave it two and a half. I was actually a little surprised by some of the songs in there that I knew and liked. So like, uh, definitely It Ain't Over Till It's Over by Lenny Kravitz is a classic. It's in there. Love Shack's in there. Uh, also, uh, Chris Isaac's song, um, which strangely enough, my parents had that album. It's the famously uh, The Wicked Games uh, song is from, that, from his uh, album. Do you remember that song at all? Yeah, kind of. I don't know things by title, but yes. Yeah. I only know things by the sound and the beat it, and how it makes me feel. Wicked Games was very much a song, even though I was younger and had really no idea how sex worked. I, hearing that song, I was like, this is a song that people have <laughs> sex to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> disappointed in your score i'll give it a four because and here's why because are you sure of, you listen to this to yes, it all because everything you just said about how it epitomizes the 90s time yeah, frame yeah all of the it almost takes on a score-like mentality because they use a lot of just the beats of the music like i don't want to say them because i'm going to get it all wrong but the the like all the, the there's the whole scenes where they're like doing the montages all have these beats of music that I like sing out loud that are just me I'm not even beatboxing that as they wrong <laughs> words but like humming the music um Groove Master I was all in now I will say when you made me listen to it Ride on Time I always thought it just said Right on Time I had no idea that that was Ride on Time um <laughs> But I, I liked it. I was all in. I even would listen to it now. Joe, you would listen to the Joe soundtrack Cocker again? at the end singing okay. Feels Like Forever. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> like, I, if the music doesn't help make the movie, like, no soundtracks do that now. This was an old thing for soundtracks to be so on point. Probably because songs cost less back then than yeah. they do now. But those were on point. So I think you need to reevaluate your score. <laughs> Okay. Well, I I just didn't find myself that I would like listen to this. You're not going to sit again. and listen. Well, yeah, duh. But does it make the movie? 
That doesn't mean you have to sit and listen to the soundtrack. That's no, not no. what the ranking's about. But does it make the movie? Uh, I... mm-hmm. <laughs> the chase scene or the declaration of love? What what do you give this category? Um, I give it a four. I really love the end scene where they were fighting before they went in there. Um and then I, I, I loved that. I, I felt you could feel the drama of it, of them on the ice and them being uh, lackluster the day before. You felt that when they were fighting and then you feel it. I, I could feel all of it. So I give it a four. Okay. Uh, I might surprise you again. I gave it five hearts. Oh, well, <laughs> shocker. <laughs> I promise I'm not trying to suck up to Whitney here. But I think it's... No, what do you want and, and I think it's great. I just love how... I mean, it's obviously the climactic end. They have to, like, nail this performance. I, I like that he, you know, just spills his heart on her. And then I just like how she, just true to her character, just says okay, we're going to do the Pimchenko, yeah. you know, and just goes out, doesn't give him the doesn't, diligence, yeah. you know. Doesn't then, even tell him she loves him too, doesn't do anything. Yeah, right, right. And they, they perform, they knock it out of the park, mm-hmm. and then that banter that I mentioned earlier. She risked her entire life, mind you, because it, <laughs> she's going to swing through the air over the ice. I, I wonder I mean, how much time had been from when they decided not to do it until yeah, then. They'd never done it. <laughs> It was, a, it was a true miracle on ice right yeah, there. Yeah. But then then she says it to him, but then he winds up her by saying, you know, yeah. you know, remember who said it first. Sounds and like then, you really like this movie. Well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get into that. But I just, and then I do like, even though I talked about the, the metal, empty metal case earlier, I do think it ends perfectly not, you know. It's the movie's not about if they actually won gold. Right, it's if their hearts are full. It's if they won each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so mm-hmm. anyway, I might overall I might have a higher ranking of this movie than than well, you do. Well, I was do. thinking I wasn't allowed to. I was trying to, <laughs> trying to get you know get approval here. <laughs> okay, last one. Rewatchability. What is this? Uh, I definitely think it's rewatchable. Um, I uh, it's hard to rewatch it. Not in. I need to. Re- I need them to put it on streaming so it has a higher quality than mm-hmm. we had an old copy that was yeah not very well. So it almost almost looked faded at times <laughs> in the yeah. background. Um, so that made it difficult. So I don't know exactly how I should rank it based on just like the the video editing of like the video quality of it made it hard to rewatch. But as far as like enjoying myself watching it and would I turn it on and watch it? Yes. So I'm going to give it a four and a half. Oh, okay. I I, I gave it four. So I I think... I wanted to come up just a little bit ahead of you. Um, Yeah. Uh, How how dare uh, me have something over uh, Whitney? Nope. Nope. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. I just kind of gear this as, you know, I, I don't know if this is... You know, if I took a group of rom-coms, this is like the first one I'd pop in. But definitely, if we were at a hotel and it was on TV, we would probably sit down and get yeah, caught we'd up have to into watch it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, so like overall, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out because I was actually, I will say, I was a little surprised by myself how some my, my well, I was surprised rankings... it was on the list. You are. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, I. I it would be on my personal list, but do I think that it would be on everybody's? No, because it was from so long ago, and it is kind of cheesy, but yeah, you know, 
Yeah. So like as a movie, as a, as a whole, you know, I, I think uh, you can read my review on moviesyourlife.com about it. So it's not a five-star movie for me. I mean, I think there's a lots of elements, cheesiness, well, sure. the way it's made, all that sort it's of stuff. It's not going to win an Oscar. No, no, but like from a rom-coms, you know, standard, I, I it's pretty good because I think it's got that element, but it, it is tr- a truly funny movie, which I think is surprising if you give it a, give it a shot. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, do you have any final thoughts about this movie? Um, I think everybody should watch it. I think that they will also be singing along with it and then tell you that your score <laughs> should go up there. I mean, we let our kids watch a little bit more than most people. So for parent guide, but I don't think even when I saw it when I was 12, I think if you have a preteen or teen, I think they would enjoy it and yeah, find the banter funny. and uh, Yeah, yeah. This is rated PG, and there's a couple, yeah, um, yeah there's some language so here there. to sex a couple times. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, the word orgasmic is used, yeah. so. <laughs> sure. <laughs> That's twice now that I've yeah. said it on this <laughs> what, podcast. What was that? What did you say? <laughs> <laughs> Just remember who said it first. Okay. <laughs> recommendations. I'm going to say we probably have a joint recommendation. Oh, I was about to say, if you take mine, I'm going to be no, really no, upset. We can do it together? Yeah, are you oh, fair? Yeah. Uh, okay, so I'll let you take uh, the ball here. Everybody must go right this moment to Amazon Prime. Yes. Yes. And watch Jury Duty. It's the greatest show I've maybe seen all year. Do you it's, want to give a setup to it? Sure. Basically, it's uh, everybody's showing up for jury duty and to, to do jury duty. They were told that they were going to be on a documentary about a jury duty. Um, and that that's what they kind of signed off on. However, everyone in it is an actor except for this one person in it. Um, and so the couple of things that very first when we started that I just had to know and understand was, and they tell you this at the episode, so, Mm. but that was that everybody did sign off that they could be taped and on a documentary. So it made sense that there were cameras around and that they did interviews, but it's kind of an office style or it is by the people that did the office, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Um, one of the creators, but James Marsden is in it because he was, if I, if you could see my air fingers quotes that he was called to jury duty as well. Um, yeah, he plays himself. Yep. And, uh, loved seeing James Marsden in it and he's playing himself, but like a heightened version of himself. Um, and so basically everybody in it is having to improv and go off the cuff for however this one guy that his name's Ronald that was not a actor. He doesn't know and he just added in his own lines all the time. And to watch the hilarity that just flows out of it is is great. And you, I truly believed he didn't know. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway. And um, like a lot of these shows, uh, I was talking uh, to Winnie about, like, I remember watching the Joe Schmo show. I think this one is a lot more, it's not a so much, hey, gotcha type of show, but it really is, you can tell that they're kind of exploring actually how would somebody react in these scenarios. And I just want to say the end completely pays off. And I thought the last episode in particular was really fascinating. It's a kind of a new concept that I haven't seen a show like this do before. I could watch a whole other wrap-up. I could watch watch a whole other eight seasons about how they did it. Yeah, yeah. It was intriguing. I was a little sad because they're all 30-minute episodes, 30-minute episodes. There's eight of them. And I was a little sad, like, 
the last one, I just loved so much of what was going on when I clicked on it and saw that it was also 30 minutes. I was like, oh man, I thought this one would be longer or whatever like that. So, that's saying a lot because Nathan never likes long TV shows. That's true. <laughs> so, um, But we, I love it so much. And James Marsden, I think we've already told this story on a different episode, but he went to my high school and so... I know him personally, apparently, and Allie <laughs> thinks that you know, he did come to our house some, thanks to my brother. Yeah. So um, I will just say that that made it even more fun. If you're from Oklahoma, you'll probably like it because yeah. James Barston's in it. Do you think that he would, would remember you if you like didn't do the whole fan fan girl thing? He'd and remember my brother. He, I was six yeah. years younger. So yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, I I just I, I'm a fan of a lot of this stuff that he does, and so he just he just. You want to call him? I'll have Jeff. Send you. I'll have Jeff call him up for you. The what he does here, I, he totally it's just hilarious. He 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 takes it to a, a whole whole another level. It's it's really fun. So that's our uh, very very high recommendation. I always do a top ten at the end of the list, and I'm pretty sure that will be penciled in somewhere. Yeah, it was so. great. So high praise Must there. Must go see it. Yeah. Or watch it. So, um, well, the next film that we're going to cover is not the most timely movie to watch because uh, most people watch it during Christmas. In fact, I think we did uh, with Hallie. But <laughs> we're going to discuss The Holiday, which is number 16 on the I list. I'm surprised you're not saving it for Christmas. Well, you know, sometimes it just, just gotta I got to secure my guests when I secure them. <laughs> Christmas in July. You know? Yeah, Christmas. Well, you know, Christmas set, in it's, April? Well, it's set, you know, in... Uh, outside of london and la la is you know typically not known as the most snowy place during christmas so it kind of fits you know like sure yeah. loosely. <laughs> loosely so any quick thoughts on the holiday i love the holiday yeah that's my quick thought <laughs> there you go as always check out movies or life.com for episodes Do you enjoy having me on <laughs> yes episode? i love it for episodes reviews and more uh, also if you're listening to this right now and you really enjoy the podcast i want you to stop and think of one person that you think would enjoy this episode and share it with them as soon as the episode's over. So whether you call or text, it'll just take a couple of seconds. And I think this will really help in growing our audience. So have you thought of somebody, Whitney? Somebody oh, yeah, in your head? I've told everybody. <laughs> but yes, I'll think of somebody. I'll call James Marsden. There you go. <laughs> as as always, Whitney, this was a pleasure to watch this movie with you and record this episode with you as well. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, I mean, thank you. Thanks for having me. It was great. Good. Well, uh, thanks again to everybody uh, for listening. And always remember, toe pick. Toe pick. Douglas Dorsey. <laughs> Douglas.